This is the Sleeper Hold Podcast. Welcome to the Sleeper Hold Podcast, where there's no disqualification on the topics and falls count anywhere. I am your host, Priest, and today we're doing something I've been wanting to do for quite a while now. We are actually going to have a prediction panel for the upcoming TLC pay-per-view with the WWE. And I've got three of my good friends here with me to help with the predictions and talk about these matches. First one I want to introduce is a friend of mine that I've met through a few good buddies during my time of doing independent shows. His name is Joe Brown. Hello, everyone. Also on here, we have a good friend of mine who has been which I've known since I started the independent circuit. He was actually a co-owner of Ultimate Velocity Wrestling when it first started. He is the voice of PWA, Antoine Archie. Hello, everyone. I'm the voice of PWA, Antoine Archie. Last but not least, we have the person who I actually had the honor of coining his nickname. He is Robert the Analyst Leach. Hey, how we all doing here? Live on the Sleeper Hole Podcast, I am Robert the Analyst Leach. Guys, we're talking today about TLC, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. And this has always been one of those very interesting pay-per-views. It started around 2009, if I remember correct. It's always had some exciting stuff going on. And pretty much what really made it what it was, though, was all the wild matches between the Dudleys, the Hardys, and Edge and Christian. What are some of your guys' favorite memories? Uh, Starting with you, how about you, Arch? Oh, yeah. I definitely have to agree. Um... The Hardy, Dudley, Legend, Christian, they built this event. Um, so TLC, I don't know if it would have really made it without those three tags in there. I mean, it's heck of a shows um, during the past years uh, for TLC. Absolutely. I agree with you completely on there. Uh, Robert, what about you? What is your fondest memories of TLC so far? Uh, well, I've seen a lot of stuff, but the main match that I've seen is last year at DLC. That's Dolph Ziggler versus Luke Harper for the Intercontinental Championship. Dolph Ziggler able to um, capture the title back in his hometown. That was a, an awesome match. It was a bloody match. And also another match was Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt in a TLC match. And that was the main event last year. And I think that was one of the best matches of the night. Yeah, last year so, had a good promise. I agree with you on that. Joe, what did you have for any memories of TLC? I remember as a kid, um, me and my brother and my cousin Austin uh, watched the Hardy Boys Swanton Bomb off of the top of a, a ladder, and my cousin decided it would be an awesome idea to try to do it off of a trampoline and wound up in the hospital with a broken arm. Oh, but it looked really awesome, though. So I've always loved DLC just because of the just high risk, high reward. You lay it all on the mat and leave it there, and it's, it's great. And right there is a pure example of what I know 
Antoine could definitely agree with me. Make sure you're trained on doing this stuff, guys. Don't just try to go willy-nilly with it because you will get hurt. Yes. Yeah. Antoine's been through ladder matches before, I believe. I know. Actually, I know you have. I remember you doing one before that I watched, and it was incredible. So right. yes, there's a lot of risk and reward with this thing. Tomorrow, we have TLC. Tomorrow's going to be awesome. I really have a feeling the majority of the card is going to be promising. But let's start off with Ryback versus Rusev. Really, this whole thing started off with the Miz TV and Rusev and Lana talking about their engagement, and yada, yada, yada. And Ryback came out and talked smack. Then they had a fight, and Rusev got thrown into the steel steps, and it banged against Lana. Lana got hurt. Why, why, it was really just a big melodramatic thing, but then it came to Rusev and Ryback having a big old grudge match going on soon. Joe, who do you think is going to win, and what's what's your thoughts on the whole thing? This is actually a hard one for me because of the fact that both of these superstars are people that the WWE is is putting out there. Like they're both being amped up to be awesome superstars. Um, personally, I want Ryback to win just because I've loved Ryback ever since he started in with the Nexus. But I think that just because they've been promoting him so much, I believe Rusev will win this match. And I believe that Lana will definitely play some kind of impact in that win. All right. Arch, what about you? What do you think on this? Um, I'm definitely going to have to go with Rusev on this. Um, Kinda, he's been getting that exposure, not just in WWE, but with him and Lana, you know, being engaged, uh, team TMZ put it out there. So I just think uh, right now, I mean, everything's going in Rusev's hands and uh, he's got Lana back. He got rid of Terry Wilson, Tori Wilson. So, you know, it, it just makes sense. It's looking good for Rusev. All right. And for the analysts, what is your thoughts on this? I am honestly going to go with Ryback because I think there's going to be cracks showing again in Rusev and Lana's relationship because I think Lana's going to do what she did this past Monday on Raw. She's going to fake an injury and try to cost Ryback the match. Fake an injury? She was hurt. Didn't you see what happened? Yes, but then Ryback's over there, and then Rusev attacks Ryback from behind, and all of a sudden she's all better somehow. That's kind of what a manager should do. Best tactic right there. I personally am actually going to say that as much as I'd like to see Ryback win, I have to agree that I think Rusev's going to take Lana is going to be a factor. I mean, when they were together to begin with, think about it. Rusev won. Is unstoppable. I think it's going to be another wave of a very powerful Rusev. Right. Alright, so the next match is actually one that I think is going to get over big. It, it possibly could steal the show depending on how they do it. It's Team ECW, the Dudleys, Tommy Dreamer, and Rhino against the Wyatt family in an eight-man elimination tables match. So think about that. Eight-man elimination, first of all. Arch, I want you to start this one off. What do you think is going to happen? How do you see this going? Well, I know there's a lot of huge ECW fans out there, and I, I respect what ECW has done. But, And I know this is almost their type of event, 
but I, I got to go with the Wyatts on this one. I really do. Tommy Dreamer just came out of nowhere. We all know he's been working in the back, and all of a sudden he's back in the ring. Rhino, well, it's Rhino. <laughs> and the Dudleys, I mean, the, the Dudleys, they're good. And, the, you know, it was good to see him come back. But against four guys, it just isn't enough. And I'm afraid their two partners they got is just not going to be enough against the Wyatts. I mean, how are they going to get – how are they going to eliminate um, Strowman? This guy's huge. Have you seen this guy? He's bigger, he's bigger than Kane. And I, I just don't see it happening. I really got to go with the Wyatts on this one. Robert, what's your thoughts on this? Honestly, I agree with Archie. I think the Whites are going to take home the win because, one, they need it. They need the win this time because back at SummerSlam, um, Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns defeated the Wyatts. And then Night of Champions is really this version of the Wyatt family's only big win because, I mean – Hell in a Cell, Bray Wyatt got defeated by Roman Reigns. And, let's see, Survivor Series, um, Wyatt, and I think it was Strowman was his partner, or was it Luke Harper? I believe it was. Um, yeah, well, they got defeated by The Undertaker and Kane, and I think they need to take home a win this time. And so... I'm thinking, and besides, there hasn't been a guy been able to take Braun Strowman completely off of his feet. Well, Taker and Kane can, but... Well, they can, and I I think they have, but those are big guys. I'm talking about, like, really first try been able to take Strowman off his feet, and I don't think there's been anyone to lift Strowman by themselves. I mean, Kane and Undertaker put him through a table. But that's about it. That's the only time anyone's ever really lifted him. I don't see how anyone's going to put him through a table. Well, he's got a good point there. Uh, Joe, what do you think on this? Who are you going for? What's your thoughts? Again, this is another one where I'm really conflicted because I grew up watching ECW and I loved it. And I would love for the Dudleys to be able to win. But I kind of think it's going to be like the Sting and Triple H match, where it's not as much as a, a match as a passing of the torch. So in that, like, ECW is out of the picture now. They're just going to be beaten and thrown down. And I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that they don't just, just throw this match away. But I hope it's actually a really good match. But there has been a lot of controversy with people not wanting ECW to be gone and wanting it to come back. And and I'm hoping that this might be a way for it to be able to ECW again. But I, I think it's going to be the Dudley's uh, Dreamer and Rhino losing. You know, it seems like we're all pretty much in a similar thought process. See, here's my thought on the whole thing with the Wyatts and Team ECW. I don't think Braun Strowman is actually going to be a contributing factor when you really break it down. I have a feeling that he's going to be the first when they target. Bubba Ray and Devon are going to focus on him first and get him through a table. Once they get Braun Strowman out of the way, they're going to get a big head. When they get a big head, they're not going to anticipate things, and that's when the Whites are going to be able to strike and get the whole thing taken care of. Now, granted, I'm saying it's going to be a clean sweep after Braun Strowman is out of the way. There's still going to be a lot of great matches and everything else going on. 
the only way I can see that Team ECW is going to even have a chance, and I'm talking a slim chance, is if they have a special person at ringside to help really bring this all together and really also bring a lot of hype for people who are ECW fans, and that's to have Paul Heyman right there at ringside for Team ECW. Put Paul Heyman in the factor, Team ECW might win this one. Don't have him as a factor, I think it's going to go to the Wyatts. Now, our next match is going to be with the U.S. title. It's Jack Swagger, the All-American, versus Alberto Del Rio and Zeb Coulter at his ringside. What do you all see this going on, everything else, and how do you think it's going to go down? Robbie, why don't you lead us off on this one? I'm going for Del Rio. I think Zeb Coulter is going to try and cost Del Rio the match. But... Er, Wait a sec here. Del Rio and Zeb Coulter are going to end up faking this little miscommunication between them. I think it's all a ploy just to get Jack Swagger to feel a bit better. I think Zeb Coulter is going to be down at the ring and is going to cost Jack Swagger the match. And what I think is going to happen is after Del Rio retains his championship, he's going to beat down on Jack Swagger. And after that, John Cena is going to come down and make the save. And that'll set up a United States Championship match for the Royal Rumble. Good thoughts, sir. I can see where you're going with that. What about you, John? you see this playing out? I see Del Rio winning this um, just because of the fact that I don't. Del Rio has a lot more charisma, I feel like, than Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger doesn't seem like he's going to be. Like he's been in the WWE for quite a while now, and he hasn't really been uh, a, a big player, really. Like, he's had his moments, but he's never really done anything big. And I, I, I view this match as just being just Del Rio in front of him. It's going to be him, not him. Um, yeah. I would love to see John Cena come down, but he's I, – I, that would be awesome to see him come back and take the title at WrestleMania, or I, I mean at the Royal Rumble. But he's still in production. So I don't see him here. Definitely the right decision on bringing Alberto Del Rio back to the World Wrestling Entertainment. He, to me, in my opinion, is the best pure wrestler on that roster. And I mean, Del Rio, he, he is definitely, definitely one of the top guys. And you can, you can just tell the WWE knows this. I mean, the guy came out out of nowhere, surprised everybody, and bam, he's the WWE U.S. champion, beating John Cena. How many U.S. title matches did John Cena have on Raw? Alberto Del Rio only took one. And yeah, maybe, maybe Robbie could be right. Maybe John Cena does show up out of nowhere tonight. But I guarantee you, he ain't going to beat Del Rio. But back to tonight's match, Jack Swagger doesn't stand a chance against Alberto Del Rio. He can't, he can't go as long as Alberto. There's no way. No way. Not, I'm going to end up being the underdog on this one. I well, really want to see Jack Swagger win this one. And I'm rooting for Jack. I'm calling it for Jack. I really do see that this little tussle between 
Alberto and Jack is going to lead to Jack Swagger actually winning because Zeb Coulter is he got he got a chair thrown at him just for trying to speak his mind about something. I think Zeb's going to play a factor. I think it's going to help Jack Swagger. Secondly, I have to go with Jack not only because a you know we the people blah blah blah, but I have a big issue with Alberto. I, he's a great talented guy. He's charismatic as Joe said, but after last month when he almost completely unmasked Kaliso, that that ended it for me. You don't do that to a luchador. So for me, I'm going to vote for whoever it is against was, Alberto. Probably for a long, long time. It wasn't done on purpose, Priest. It wasn't done on purpose. That's you still, you're a trained professional. You should be careful with that stuff. And if you start to feel inside, you don't I keep on moving. Exactly. You get that hand back there. Exactly. Kalisto should have tightened the mask a little tighter than he did that show. I just don't know why he didn't. I mean, he's a trained professional. He should know better than that. But Alberto's a professional, too. And he, if he feels that mask yeah. tight, he needs to let yeah. it go. And you see what Alberto did? He put the mask back on him for him. I don't know why. Oh, no, I don't know about that. Yeah. But uh, All I know is... We're going to see Jack Swagger win this one. It's going to be Swagger. I am sure of it. And I'm sure Zeb's going to be a big factor in this situation. That's just how that one's going to come down. I would well, be willing to bet on it almost. Well, if Zeb's smart, he'll stay out of Del, Rito, Del Rio's way and roll, take his scooter and roll up right up the ramp. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it looks like we just lost the analyst for a second. He might come back. We're hoping that he does. But let's talk about the next match, the Tag Team Championship. Lucha Dragons versus the Usos versus the New Day in a ladder match. Joe, why don't you kick us off with this? As much as I hate to say it because I hate them with a passion, I honestly believe that the New Day is going to win this. They... They've been such a. I, I I don't want to say that as I hate them. They're they're so just brash and just. It's a dumb gimmick, but it's a gimmick that is that is bringing fans in, and I believe that the WWE would be dumb to strip them of the title now, and that they should play it out at least until the Royal Rumble. But that if they could keep keep them as the champions for the next month or so that it's going to bring fans in. But, I mean, I honestly, in my opinion, I want the Lucha, the, the Lucha Dragons to win just because it, it's awesome to watch them fly around the ring. And that that corkscrew flip off of the ropes that they had last week, or was it last week or two weeks ago, was just crazy. Like, just, they're awesome to watch. All right, Antoine, I, I heard the clapping. Go ahead. Okay, this this is uh, I I had to bite my tongue when Joe was speaking, but I was being respectful. But they rock. That's all I got to say. They are so entertaining. They're great workers. Um, honestly, I would almost love to see a new day taking on Edge and Christian. You know, Edge and Christian kind of had that entertaining feel back in the day. Um, the only thing that's going to upset me is I don't know if they're, this match is going to be able to be compared to what we've talked about earlier 
know, the Dudleys, the Hardys, and Edge and Christian type match. I don't know if these six guys are willing to take those risks. Um, you got the Usos, one of them, I believe, uh, I forgot which one, but one of them was injured not too long ago. So I don't know. Jimmy. Jimmy, okay. And I know they will take some kind of risks, especially with Usos and uh, Lucha Dragons in there, but I don't think they're going to take the risks that, you know, the Hardys and the Dudleys and Edge and Christian. But uh, deep down, we, we all we all know it's definitely going to be today. Not a shadow of a doubt. All right, Robert. Glad to see you back here. Lucha Dragons, Usos, New Day, Tag Team Championship ladder match. Let's hear what you got to say about this one, because I, I got to bite my tongue for now until it's my turn to talk to Arch on that. <laughs> All right, well, I think the Lucha Dragons are going to capture the championships. I mean, they're great competitors, and this match is really right at home for the Usos and the Lucha Dragons. And I really think the Lucha Dragons are going to take advantage of their high-flying abilities and be able to take home the win on this one and take home the titles. See, I have to agree with Robert on this, okay? Lucha, Lucha, Lucha. I'm going to say Lucha Dragons all the way. Don't get me wrong. I like the Usos. The Usos are incredible, but they've had their title reign. The Lucha Dragons have only had NXT. It's their turn for the WWE Tag Team titles, so that way 2016 is the year of the Dragons. As for Mr. The New Day, Mr. Archer over here, let me just say this, first of all. They have three super talented guys, and they do play the numbers game perfectly. But their gimmick is terrible. If I hear another booty joke, I'm going to stab my ear with a spork. You said that they're awesome workers. I'm pretty sure that, that, that they're better twerkers than workers. That's even more disturbing. The twerking. They gotta stuff the twerking. I'll take the trumpet or the trombone over the booty jokes and the twerking any day in the dry reading. It needs to stop. I've written better material than that. Archie's read my material before. But let's say one more thing here just to get this clear up. If the dude even tried to take on Edge and Christian during a TLC match, they'd be done. No chance. No chance. Edge and Christian would demolish them. They are the best there is in these matches. And believe in the new day. Enjoy. Positive. Oh, I am positive. I'm positive they're going to lose their titles. No, no, no. See, you're being negative. <laughs> being negative. Very negative. Oh, it's the power of positivity right here. That's right. That's right. They're almost positively going to lose their titles. Exactly. (laughs) Now, next match. This is going to be a good one. I've been seeing this one build. Paige versus Charlotte. This has been going on ever since. Charlotte won the title. Paige came unglued. Said her thoughtful things about Charlotte, Ric Flair, Becky, the whole deepest division. And now we have this again, another match between the two of them. Arch, who are you going for? This one's really gotten stopped here because, you know, you had Paige out there. Charlotte took the title from her. Now, Charlotte, you know, she's kind of, you know, has this, you know, I'm better than you type attitude here. Like, you know, she pinned, uh, what's her name last week? 
uh, week or two on Raw. So I, you know, she has this "I'm better than you" attitude, and you know, she has her daddy Ric Flair, the Nature Boy. I, I'm I'm gonna have to go with Charlotte. I think she's got too much going right now. She's she's, gonna, she's not gonna lose this title. I just can't see it right now. All right, Robert, where are you going with this? I'm going to say Paige is going to win the championship with the help of former PCB teammate Becky Lynch. And here's where I'm going with this. I say they're going to be in the middle of the match. Becky Lynch runs down, jumps up on the ring apron, distracts Charlotte. Then Paige comes up with the roll-up, one, two, three, winning the championship with the help of Becky Lynch. Okay, interesting thought process on there. Joe, where are you going with this? Which TV are you rooting for? See, there's something that the casual WWE fan doesn't really know, someone that just watches every now and then, is that Paige is from, it is also from a background of a large wrestling family. It's not WWE wrestling. Um, her parents own their own brand of wrestling. Her brothers fight in that brand of wrestling. She fought in that brand of wrestling. And so even though the casual fan might not catch it, it would be, and Scott Hall tweeted about this, it would be really awesome to see Paige bring out one of her mom or her dad or one of her brothers to back her up. Because we all know that Ric Flair is going to be there at ringside. Ric Flair is going to play some role in this match. And it would be cool if Paige had somebody that could kind of, kind of cancel that out. I think if Paige does have somebody, whether it's a family member or a friend or whatever, that she has the chance to win this match. If not, Ric Flair is going to win this match for his daughter. You know, I never thought about that. That's a good analogy there. Just the whole bringing in a family member. If she did bring in her, like her mom, who she learned from, you got a point there. That's pretty interesting. I never thought about that little X factor. Personally, for me, I'm torn on this. Okay, Paige. You Paige sings to my gothic heart. She does. <laughs> I, I love it. Paige is the crazy gothic girl that I absolutely love. Charlotte is bred for this business. I'm all about the woo and everything else. But when you cut this down, Flair is going to be a factor no matter how you slice it. Is it going to be a successful factor? Who knows? The only thing is, I, I'm kind of ticked off with the WWE about this whole thing because... They're, they're doing, and my wife said this best, and I actually now can't unsee it. They're basically trying to make Paige into an AJ Lee with a twist. She's the crazy girl in the Divas division, but with a gothic touch. And they're basically like, hey, this worked with AJ. Let's make it work with Paige. They, they need to not do that. But that's exactly the direction they're making Paige go. It's not great for her. I think it's too much. So in that aspect, and because of the major boy, I think Charlotte's going to retain this one, at least for a little bit longer. So, now we got the Intercontinental Championship. This one is going to be interesting to see, because I have a feeling we're going to have a split group on this one. The Lunatic Fringe, Dean Ambrose, versus Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental Championship. And Robert, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? I'm going to say Kevin Owens retains the championship. And what happens next? Kevin Owens continues to beat down on Dean Ambrose. 
And then Daniel Bryan comes down, makes the save. And this then sets up a number one contenders match for the Intercontinental Championship the next night on Raw. Huh. That's an interesting theory there, especially especially throwing the Daniel Bryan in the mix. I, I never thought I'd hear that one. That's definitely a curveball there. It's interesting. Joe, where are you standing on this? I think Kevin Owens is going to have this one just because the Shield had their moment. Like, like both of the ones that are left right now, I know one of them is out hurt for a while, but one of them is battling for the Intercontinental Championship tonight, or tomorrow night, and the other one is battling for the big one. Just And I feel that Kevin Owens is going to be – it is – they're trying to make him come up. Like they, they brought him out of NXT. He's been, he's been dominant. Um, he's just a crazy competitor. He has a lot of charisma. He's, he's strong. He's everything you want in a WWE uh, wrestler and a champion. So I don't see them taking away his championship tomorrow night. Antoine, what's your thoughts on this match? Well, I'm going to have to be honest. I'm not a big fan of neither one. I'm not a big fan of Dean Ambrose and really not a fan of Kevin Owens. But that being said, we still have a wrestling match here. Because I do know there's a lot of fans of both, um, especially the wrestling marks or, you know, fans of uh, Kevin Owens there. But um, Kevin Owens, he's that guy. Joe said it right. Um, you know, they're really trying to push him up there. He's the prize fighter. He was the NXT champion. Now he's Intercontinental champion. Uh, Ambrose obviously defeated Kevin Owens at uh, Survivor Series for the uh, tournament. But I really, this time, Kevin Owens is going to defeat Dean Ambrose, um, you know, to retain his title. And then, uh, you know, continue going after that. You know, who knows what's going to happen next. I don't know if I agree with Robbie. I'd like to know what he was eating this morning, but I don't see Daniel O'Brien coming back anytime soon, not to uh, wrestle. But, but yeah, I'm definitely going uh, to have to say the prize fighter, Kevin Owens, is going to finish it off with victory. See, here's, here's my whole thought on this. First of all, I got to go with something here on you, Mr. Archie. You talk about Kevin Owens once to be an NXT champion. I, I agree with you. He was. And they're, they're trying to give him a push, and that was a big contributing factor why they gave him a push. But what about Neville? He's been champion too. But they haven't really given him the push he deserves either. So I can't agree with you fully on there. As for the match, I'm torn on this. Personally, Dean Ambrose amuses me with his promos. He abuses me with his personality, his unorthodox fighting style. Overall, I'd have to probably root for Dean Ambrose. But when Kevin Owens actually fights, and my main thing there is actually fights, doesn't powder out, doesn't quit halfway through, he's an incredible technical wrestler. He reminds me of a somewhat Bret Hart because he knows how to do great technical wrestling skills, and he knows how to wear down his opponent. So, Owens he has a pretty good chance of winning this. But I have a feeling that Dean Ambrose is going to win because Dean Ambrose is resilient. The longer he's in there, the longer 
he will be able to take the beating and dish it right back out and surprise everybody with something that nobody sees coming. That's the thing about Dean Ambrose is he's so wild card and unknown of what he's going to do next. Besides, how comical would it be to have Dean Ambrose as an Intercontinental Champion, especially with how he's unhinged now? All right. Big show. Main event. Roman Reigns. Sheamus. WWE. World Heavyweight Championship. In a pure TLC match. I'm just going to say this part real quick before I get everybody's predictions. I I am kind of torn on the whole Roman Reigns thing because of the fact that lately... I want to see if you guys agree with me on this. I mentioned about how they're making Paige almost be like a modified version of AJ Lee. But if you notice Roman Reigns talking smack to Triple H and Stephanie, as well as just the screw job that happened at the last pay-per-view... I feel like they're making Roman Reigns be a mix between CM Punk defying the authority and the Daniel Bryan Cinderella story that we had that led up to WrestleMania. What do you guys think about that that whole analogy as well as your predictions on this whole thing? Arch, you go ahead. Well, I definitely I'm going to have to agree with you with the Cinderella story. Um, Roman Reigns, uh, that's what definitely reminded me when um, he won the title and lost it. You know, in five minutes and 15 seconds. Uh, definitely reminded me of Daniel Bryant. Um, I do believe the WWF, WWE, excuse me, WWE is uh, definitely wanting Roman Reigns to be the new Daniel Bryant, to be that that hero guy that everybody cheers for, kind of like John Cena. Because um, in the past, it really wasn't working with him. Um, but far as the match goes um and i'm not trying to say you know i'm rooting for hills here but i don't see sheamus losing this uh well one he's proved he's better than roman reigns because you know he's held the title longer than five minutes and 15 seconds so i i really don't see roman reigns beating sheamus and if we do recall sheamus has a little bit of a backup. Not only does he have the authority, didn't he re, uh, unite with the new team? Is that correct, Ben? The League of Nations, yes. Sounds like something that came out of a DC comic book, but yes, the D, uh, League of Nations. Well, yes. whatever, you, whatever you want to call it, Ben, we have Wade Barrett, or excuse me, King Barrett, I need to get that correct, King Barrett, we have Alberto Del Rio. Well, he made a great decision on having him. Sheamus and Rusev, that, that is an extraordinary team. And if they play any factor in this match, Roman Reigns doesn't stand a chance. Interesting thoughts there. Joe, what, what, do, you, what do you have to say about not only the analogy, but your predictions? Well, as for the analogy, I don't know if they're making him as much of a Daniel Bryan as I kind of see them making him a John Cena. I feel like John Cena's kind of getting a little bit older. Um, he's still, or, or for a while, he was like the main staple of of the the WWE. I mean, like every every Monday or, or Friday night, you would see John Cena out there doing something. And I kind of feel like that's what they're trying to do with the Roman Reigns. I mean, they're kind of making him a big thing. He's always out there, always involved in something. 
and they're just trying to push him to to be liked by the fans and and become that like the, just the big guy for for the WWE. Um, honestly, I hate Sheamus with a passion. I have since he debuted. He's just been cocky, which I mean, it's good for a heel, and that's what he's going to play. And it's good that they know that and that they have him playing the heel role. But I'm hoping that he does lose. I I, I think he will lose. Um, I see the League of Nations trying to interfere, but I think that that they aren't going to have as much of an impact as they could, and that Roman Reigns is going to walk out the champion. All right, awesome idea there. And Robert, what's your thoughts on not only the analogy, but your prediction for the match? The analogy, yes, the Roman Reigns ordeal, the whole thing, kind of reminded me of the Cinderella story, and it kind of reminded me of Daniel Bryan. It's just, I think they're doing a bit too much with Roman Reigns. I think they need to put him in one more hot feud with someone, I don't care who, just a Roman Reigns with another big star in a hot feud going at it before he gets his main shot at the world title because I feel like he's they're shoving Roman Reigns down our throats, just trying to make us like him. And that's not the way to go about things. It's just the whole thing, I really don't understand how we're supposed to like him if you just keep pushing him upon us and making him in all these main events when you've got other guys like Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens who are, could also be um, mainstay main eventers. As for the match, I feel like Roman Reigns is going to take the title and then come the Royal Rumble. He's going to defend it probably against Sheamus. Sheamus is going to lose later in the night. We see the Royal Rumble match. There's a lot of people talking about Brock Lesnar winning the Royal Rumble match. I wouldn't like to see that happen. I mean, I can't even see Brock Lesnar being put into the Royal Rumble at this point. Um, but my main thing is I see Roman Reigns taking the title at TLC tomorrow night. All right. Great, great thoughts there. I have to kind of agree with a few of them and everything else. Uh, personally, Sheamus, I've liked him as a face and a heel, except for this most recent heel turn, just because it's hard to look past how ridiculous he looks. I'll admit, he looks ridiculous. The mohawk I can get over, but the braided beard, just it makes me want to laugh every time I see it. But that's just my whole spiel on that. Plus the nose ring. That's I kind of want to see him walk out in a kilt and like a sword and like charge down to the ring yelling. Oh, Braveheart? Exactly. Yeah, Braveheart. I mean, that'd be fine. I'd be all for the Braveheart gimmick. You know, do something to honor Roddy Roddy Piper, but get rid of the nose ring, please. Yes. And, you know, Seamus, he's a very talented guy. If he wasn't talented, he would have had the title so many times before this one and other titles too. But I believe this is going to be Roman's match. I do think that Roman is going to win this one. Do I think the League of Nations is going to get involved? Definitely. Do I think the League of Nations are going to get stopped? Yes. Just because the Usos are in a match earlier on, just because Dean's in a match earlier on, doesn't mean they're not going to come out to their boys' rescue. Not to mention the fact that I feel like if Sheamus loses, this will cause a good storyline 
to show the League of Nations slowly start to implode and we'll have the WWE's own version of World War Three. On that note, also, I feel like Roman's going to win it because he does deserve it. He is getting pushed to be the next poster boy. But like Robbie just mentioned, and I was going to try to keep it a little hush-hush, but like he said, there's been talk of Brock Lesnar coming back. And if Brock Lesnar does come back for Royal Rumble, I have a feeling he is going to take the Royal Rumble. You'll have a big wrestling WrestleMania match of Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Look how well it went over last time, those two butted horns at the WrestleMania event before Seth Rollins came into the mix. They went over big. The fans ate it up like it was just the best thing in the world. They're going to try to pull that off again. They're going to have a repeat match. I can almost guarantee it. I was hearing reports that WWE and The Rock were planning on doing something before the year ended, so maybe The Rock will come down and help Roman Reigns win the title or something. They are family. Yeah, they are. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of besides that Daniel Bryan thing I mentioned earlier, too. Robbie, I I, I, I know you got reports and you, you hear this. I, I just love where you, I, I just love to know where you're getting this information from. Because, well, number one, let's go back to the Daniel Bryan thing. Daniel Bryan is not coming back. He's not going to come back tonight. He's not going to come back tomorrow. I hate to. First, your bubble on this, but the guy is not coming back. Two, The Rock. Yes, he's related to Roman Reigns, but he even knows that would not be a good idea to come out there to help Roman Reigns when we have the League of Nations. He wouldn't. He would be outnumbered. And The Rock is a very smart man. I mean, very smart man. He knows he better stay in Hollywood and not interrupt and let Roman Reigns handle this on his own. But if you had the rock charge out with the Usos and uh, Dean Ambrose, it'd be a fair fight, wouldn't it? That's what I'm talking about. But rock has gone against insurmountable odds before. You you know this, Arch. You grew up watching wrestling around the same era as I did. He's came out with the odds are against and always came on top. He has the shock factor at his side. So the most well, electrifying yeah. man in sports entertainment during our growing up time, it may happen. Well, that 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 is true. He has, you know, took over the odds. But it's Roman Reigns' turn to take over the odds. He needs to let Roman Reigns handle his business, which unfortunately he won't be able to. But you know, The Rock knows he he's a very smart man. He knows not to get involved with this. He he knows to let the Usos and Roman Reigns handle this. But the Usos will probably still be hurt from their tag match against the New Day. So that, they won't be a factor either for Roman Reigns. So, yeah. Roman's on his own. I'll tell you what. I agree with Joe there, of course. The Usos and Dean Ambrose are going to run down. It's going to be a big brawl. The League of Nations kind of starting to stand on top here. The Rock no, yeah. is down. Saves it, and in the end, Roman Reigns leaves with the title with his family completely surrounding him. Oh, man. It, it could happen. I mean, think about this. TLC, there are no rules, so we never know what's going to happen. But... All right, guys. Well, this is going to cut it for the Sleeper Hold Podcast, a little special edition. Again, thank you, Joe. Thank you there, Mr. Twan. 
And thank you to the analysis. This has been a great one. And we're going to see about doing this again next month with a few other guests. Y'all have a great holiday and take care. Thank you for listening to the Sleeper Hold podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at thesleeperhold.com, comment on episodes, read our blog, find information about our quarterly charity, and more. See you next week.